0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two, in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods.
1: It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commanders beat reporter Craig Hoffman
0: what's up welcome into a special edition of take command craig hoffman here for the quick introduction uh logan and i uh talked on the radio today about this breaking news just about 30 minutes after it happened and we wanted to let you hear it so here is my interview with the co-host of this very podcast logan paulson from the hoffman show on the team 980 breaking news we got you covered on take command this is why you subscribe 71 million total, 53 guaranteed. That's, I think, a couple million more than A.J. Brown got. 23 million annually, which is less than Brown got. It's a three-year extension. Brown's was four, providing all those for context for the audience. What do you make of the extension from Terry's perspective and from the team's perspective?
1: I mean, I think it's about as good as, I mean, as good as it could have been for both parties. You know, I think I said on the podcast a couple of times, you know, $22, $23 million seems about right for what Terry's going to get. is about what the team should pay for. And then we talked to John Kime. He said, oh, Terry's probably going to ask for $25 million plus. My agent, I talked to my agent to kind of get some con- uh, contract reference and referral. He said he'd be asking for twenty six. So I think Terry probably took a discount. I think the team probably came up a little bit. And I think they made a compromise so that Terry could stay here. I think they understand his value. I like that he got more guaranteed money, even though the number per year is lower. I think Terry deserves that guarantee. So I I think this is good for both parties, Uh, even though Terry probably could have gotten more on the open market, for example. I just think this is the right fit for, for the team and for the individual.
0: So when you say he could have gotten more, you, you know, it begs the question: like, well, why didn't he? Why didn't he try? What is it about this contract or the timing of it or whatever that you think made him go like, no, nah, that's that's good, let's sign?
1: Well, you know, I've heard, uh, you know, through the rumorville that there were other contracts that were close to being accepted that were a lower dollar amount, uh, and I think you know Terry did the right thing, stuck it out, got a little bit more money, and I think he wanted to be here. You know, those early indications on the contract talks kind of made me think that he wants to be a part of the commanders. He wants to be a part of the rebrand, but he's also got to make sure and he's got to have people in his camp that are looking out for him and say, Hey, you know, Terry, you can't be taken so much less than market value as dictated by A.J. Brown. And I, you know, when I talked to my agent about it, the first thing he said, he's A.J. Brown's coming off an injury. He's got an an existing knee injury and Terry's been available. He's been healthy. He's been consistent. His production has been better. So I think that, you know, obviously Terry's probably taking a little bit of a discount, but it shows me that he wants to be part of this moving forward. And also, I think that guaranteed that uh, guaranteed money and also the duration of the deal, only to being three years, I think is is very very advantageous for Terry because as the receiver market kind of grows and expands, which all indications uh, kind of point to the fact that it will, he can renegotiate a deal at that time and make sure he's getting paid fair market value.
0: Yeah, and he takes the little bit shorter deal as well. So he becomes available or I guess you know, would be heading into free agency into his year thirty season or coming off of his year thirty season. Logan Paulson is with us here on the Team Nine Eighty this year, the Hoffman Show. Um we did we did a very long version of this on the podcast last week. Big long breakdown of the receivers in the division, including Terry. Well, when you, when you try to place him in the receiver market, what is super special about him? And then what are the drawbacks that, to prevent him from being, you know, in the same class as, say, Devontae Adams?
1: Yeah, so I think the thing about Terry that stands out to me is, like, I love I love the physical nature with which Terry plays the position. I love the passing, passion with which he plays the position. And people say, how do you know that? And, like, obviously the way he blocks, the way he runs his routes when he's not the primary target – the way he kind of puts it on the line for the balls over the middle, like he does that stuff at an exceptionally high level. He catches the football probably better than any other receiver in the division. It, always, it doesn't always look the cleanest, but the result is always there. He's always catching the football, and he's able to make those contested catches, like I said. The other thing that sticks out to me is his vertical speed. We talked about that a little bit on today's show. Is his ability to push push defenses vertically is unlike, um, is unlike any, most receivers in the NFL. And so to have that skill set is pretty special. Obviously, I think um, in terms of limitations, I think he's somewhat limited in the short area. I think he's somewhat limited at the top end of his routes. Uh, when you're running that fast, it's hard to break down. It's hard to change directions. And I think that can sometimes hamper him in man-to-man situations. And I thought he could have done better with that specific role this last year. But I definitely think uh, Terry's a very, very good football player, top 10, top 15 type of guy. And I think it's exciting to have him re-signed here in Washington. He's going to make this football team so much better, especially with a guy like Jahan Dotson in his corner and all the good stuff he's done through OTAs and minicamp.
0: So part of the man-to-man coverage stuff where Terry struggled a little bit last year, you watch the tape and you watch the, you know, even if you don't watch the tape, you watch on TV and you're like, well... I'd probably press him too, because I'm not really scared of of Taylor Heineke throwing over my head. Uh, This year, one, you have an additional threat in Dotson on the other side, and you hopefully have Curtis Samuel uh, giving defenses fits as well, but Terry and Carson is a fit. How does that work, and and how much do you think that could have potentially even played into the negotiations?
1: I mean, I think it's got to be a huge factor in the negotiation. I think not only is it a factor from Uh, Terry's perspective having like a a legitimate starting NFL caliber quarterback you know he might not be the best quarterback in the NFL but he has kind of the arm strength and the tools to kind of open the field up and when I see Terry running by defenders when I see Terry using that vertical speed it rings you know to a skill set it supports a skill set that Carson Wentz has this ability to get the ball down the field aggressively and that's really exciting and then you know, pair that with Jahan Dotson, and, you know, they can't kind of do this shift coverage to Terry. They can't give him the one on one isolation matchup that he was getting a lot last year with the number one quarter. The teams won't be able to do that more. More of his route stem, more of his route tree is available to him because the first thing they tell you in, in route running 101 is push the DV vertical, sell vertical speed. Like you mentioned, that wasn't on the table last year with Carson Wentz, that 100% is on the table. So, I would expect him to be much more effective in, in, in those situations just because of the quarterback. Because the, because now his best asset, his vertical speed, is on the table every single play. So, defenders won't be able to get up and crowd him so much. they got to give him a little more space. He's going to be a much more effective football player. And I'm really excited to see what that looks like. You know, Carson Wentz with maybe the best skill, uh, skill position group players, a uh, bunch of skill position group players he's ever played with is an exciting proposition.
0: It also feels like this is the best group of skill position guys this team has had. I mean, I think probably since 2015. That that's the year that you know Deshaun's last year here, Pierre's last year here, uh, Jameson Crowder was a rookie that year. Jordan Reed played 12 games that year and tied the franchise tight end record for uh, for touchdowns. Like that was that was a really good group. Their their backs were solid, uh, and obviously Kirk was was at quarterback. Um, but when you look around the league and look at some of the the position groups, skill groups that are that are not only in the division but elsewhere in football, like where does this Commanders group rank with Terry McLaurin locked in from day one? Uh, now with this contract signed.
1: Well, I think the big variable here is um, Jahan Dotson. We have some insider information on that because we've been able to go watch practice and we've seen how effective he is. And you know, he looks like he could be a number one receiver for most teams in the NFL. And that that pairing, him and Terry, is so exciting. So now all of a sudden you've got this duo of guys on the outside who are very dynamic, and Jahan can play in the sot You mentioned Curtis Samuels. Like very few teams are this deep at the three wide receiver. That's what everyone's aiming for. That's what everyone's hungering for. That's what the goal is in the, today's modern NFL is find three elite wide receivers They've got that here, and I think that they all kind of fit a role very nicely. And everyone says, oh, well, they're not the biggest bunch of guys, but you've got great tight end athleticism with Logan Thomas. Hopefully he gets healthy. And then that's why you go draft a guy like Cole Turner, who's six seven, can win some matchups for safeties and linebackers and corners because of that size and because of that catch radius. And then you got guys like Campsons on the roster as well to kind of flush out that basketball team velocity of getting everyone with a little bit different skill set. So, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I think the next big question mark for me is how does Terry gel with Carson? You know, Carson kind of has this reputation of finding guys that he likes to stick with, that he likes to throw to, that he builds quick kind of rapport with. And I hope that he can build that with Terry and Jahan. And it's not just one guy within the offense because him being able to facilitate to both of those guys is pretty special. You mentioned, obviously, um, Curtis Samuel and his ability to kind of be used and gadget ways and create after the catch it's an exciting proposition i'm really looking forward to how this team looks in training camp and what and how these relationships with the receivers between the receivers between the quarterback develop
0: um antonio gibson just tweeted thank you i was getting tired of that question hashtag big paid obviously uh in reference to terry signing and you know his teammates are paying attention, right? John Allen tweeted, "Congratulations to Terry." And I'm just curious: as a guy who spent 10 years in NFL locker rooms, when you have a high-profile situation like this, what's it mean to the room for that guy to make a commitment like this, and for the organization to make the the commitment to the player?
1: Well, I think it's especially impactful when the guy is well liked, and when the guy's a respected leader, and when the team, when the when when the guys want that deal to get done they want to see that guy supported by the organization because sometimes that doesn't always happen right and that guy who's been kind of a star in the locker room is frustrated he's disgruntled and so to see that the team's taking care of him if i was on this team if i was on the commanders i would be so excited for terry i'd be like man we've got this great leadership piece pass we got this guy who plays the game the right way he's back in our locker room he's going to bring that intensity and he's going to be happy here and i think that that's Exciting, You know, it's nice that the leadership like Allen comes and reaches out to him. It's nice that a guy like Gibson can see that. You know, a guy in Gibson who's developing into maybe something more than just a solid NFL back. You know, maybe he's kind of on the ascension. Maybe he's due for an extension at some point. You know, for him to see the right way to do that, that, the, that these right personality traits get rewarded, I think is also very exciting. So, you know, I'm sure those guys are super ecstatic for Terry. Um, he deserves it. He's, he's earned it, and um, I'm really, really, really excited to see him and his pairing with Carson and how he helps every aspect of this offense, pass game, run game. You know, Gibson's in a big year. I, I'm excited to see what this offense looks like with all this space that's going to be added from Terry's uh, addition, and then Carson wants his
0: arm. So last thing, obviously the, the downside of it happening today means that there's already been a lot of stuff that's happened with Carson where Terry was not present. So, what is missed by Terry missing OTAs? And I know when we talked about this on the podcast, you actually think this might be like a blessing in disguise. So I'll let you let you explain that. What is missed? What was gained? And and, and where do you sit now that that it's you know for all intents and purposes done?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, you would have liked to have Terry here throughout, just for the timing purposes, just for him to build that relationship with Carson Wentz. But I'm I've been a part of teams where big receivers have signed late, big type, big kind of. Piece tight ends of sign late in the process and that relationship develops relatively quickly you know because you can spend time during specialty experience throw throwing one-on-one routes talking coverages and Terry's a very bright guy so I think that relationship will be cultivated very very quickly and I also think in some ways it was good that Terry wasn't here you know like kind of in a glass half full approach or perspective on this because I do think that it allows Carson Wentz it allows Jahan it allows some of these younger players to kind of step into bigger leadership roles without Terry here. And not that Terry's like the most vocal leader in the world, but I do think it allows you to kind of say, hey, you know, like I'm I'm Carson Wentz, I'm the new quarterback. This is how I see things. This is how I control the room. And you're not going to get any friction, not that you would get any friction from Terry, but it allows you to kind of independently establish your leadership style within the offense, which I think is very, very valuable. So, um, you know, as much as you'd like to have Terry here for the reps, I think it's also good to kind of, let Carson like open his wings up a little bit and establish who he wants to be from a leadership standpoint, so um you know again, uh, it would have been great if he was here, but again, Carson went to being a leader. that's also an important feature of this off season, and I, I think he got a chance to do that for himself.
0: I lied. I have one more question because I have a follow up on that um. <laughs> You mentioned the leadership for Terry, not the most vocal guy, but unquestionably his leadership characteristics are part of why the Commanders wanted him. It's part of what made him stand out at Ohio State. Uh, it is part of, of what has made him so respected in that locker room. How does the dynamic change now that he has gotten paid? Is there is there any, you know, whether it's it's more, you know, him actually going like, all right, I have to do more, or the way guys look at him. Like, how does that change when you go from, Scrappy guy overachieving on a rookie deal to the man in terms of salary in a locker room.
1: Uh, You know, I think it definitely gives you a little bit more credence. And I think um, I don't think anything will change for him or anything has to change. You know, I think when you look at um, big deal guys, I look at John Allen, quite frankly, as kind of the perfect model for that. A guy that is supported by the team, his confidence development develops because of the deal. He's able to be more effective as a player on the field. He's able to be more effective as a leader. And I think that's what this gives you. It just gives everybody confidence that Terry's the guy, that what he's been doing is the right thing. It allows him to play a little bit freer. He's not worried about the deal. He's not worried about injury. He can just go out there and cut it loose and leave it all on the line for the organization because the organization said, we're going to take care of you. We're giving you all this guaranteed money, even with injury you've got all this guaranteed money. So I think that that's something that uh, is good for everyone to see. It's good for Terry to feel. And I think you're going to get a better version of Terry because a lot of guys, they're playing with this kind of cloud booming over their head of like, oh, I might not be with the team next year. I'm have to do my family. What if I get injured? What if this happens? What if that happens? And when you get a deal like this, it kind of puts all that to bed and allows you to be the best version of yourself. And so I'm really excited for – I'm excited to – that Terry's got that feeling now that the organization has put that out there for him. I'm excited they were able to reach an agreement because I think it's really the best fit for both parties. And you know, it's, it's, let's get him out there playing some football because I can't wait to see that.
0: Let's go. Let's do it. Let's just let's just start playing now. We don't even need training camp. <laughs> That's just right, get, man. Let's get, get him going. signed no,
1: up. Thirty no day break.
0: Uh, Right. Hey, man, well, I appreciate you hopping on on short notice. Uh, I'll text you about the podcast. Logan and I will have a podcast on something on Thursday and and another one on Monday and another one on Thursday because that's what we do. We do take command twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Congrats on the new show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. That's Logan Paulson with us on the Valor Home guest line.